So when I'm inviting you to engage in communication self-reflection, I'm asking you to become that conscious witness who has the power to unlearn old communication habits, to replace them with your authentic expression, and to notice how your communication can get you closer or further apart from the kinds of relationships you want to have in your life. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. Thank you so much for being here, and whether this is your first or your 70th time, I'm grateful you're listening to this podcast episode, because in this episode, I like to talk about something that if you put it into practice on a regular basis, your communication will bring you the kinds of relationships you long for in your personal and your professional life. Today, I am going to talk about the importance of communication self-reflection, And I'm going to teach you three practices that you can start right away to reflect on your communication. Last week, I shared that the fall and winter months are an auspicious time to go within and engage in introspection. And if you are in the Southern Hemisphere right now and you're going through spring and summer, this episode will still be useful for you. Because during the last months of the year, we all have celebrations in which we get together with family or friends that perhaps you only see at this time of the year. Well, I'll be talking about communication reflection practices within the context of gathering with family or friends towards the end of the year. Just know that these practices are beneficial all year round. In the United States, where I live, One of these celebrations is Thanksgiving. Families and groups of friends spend from one to three or four days together. Some people love this time of year because they get together with family they don't see often. And some people dread this time of year for the exact same reason. Whether you love it or dread it, if you'll be gathering with family and friends, it's very useful to engage in communication self-reflection before you get together. When we reflect on ourselves, we get to see some aspects of ourselves with greater clarity and ideally with compassion and kindness, or at least with neutrality. Simply looking at what's there, taking stock. A reflection practice I do on a daily basis is meditation. There are several different kinds of meditation approaches and techniques, and some techniques suggest that we become our own witness. As we meditate, we witness our breath, our thoughts, our feelings, our body sensations, and the more skillful our witnessing or our reflection becomes, the greater our ability to shift what we witness to transform it, to replace it, or to let it go. Likewise, 
In transformative communication, I teach people to observe or witness several aspects of their communication. You've probably heard me say, if you've been following me for a while, that your language and the way you use it to communicate is the most powerful tool you have that shapes your life, all your relationships, and our whole world. So having the ability to practice communication self-reflection in time will increase your capacity to transform your communication, to replace communication patterns that no longer serve you, or to let go of the ways of communicating you've learned that are no longer in alignment with your values or your vision for yourself or the world. So when I'm inviting you to engage in communication self-reflection, I'm asking you to become that conscious witness who has the power to unlearn old communication habits, to replace them with your authentic expression, and to notice how your communication can get you closer or further apart from the kinds of relationships you want to have in your life. I know that by now, if we were having a live conversation, you would be asking me a question. You would say, Alejandra, what about my communication would be useful to reflect on? And if that's what you're wondering right now, that is music to my ears. Not because you're asking me that question, but because you are already understanding that if you spend most of your time observing, witnessing, and reflecting on how others communicate with you, Instead of devoting the time and space to reflect on your own communication, then you're going to have a hard time because you can't control how others communicate, for one. And for two, if you keep wanting others to communicate with you in ways that you would prefer, then you're doing yourself a disservice. You're not allowing yourself to keep growing, evolving, or making choices that are life-affirming and respectful of you. If you want more satisfaction, more fulfillment, more understanding, more compassion in your relationships, then you need to reflect on your communication and you need to find out what your communication is bringing forth. So that question, what about my communication would be useful for me to reflect on, already lets me know how conscious you are that you have the choice and the ability to keep learning, to keep growing, to keep evolving in order to bring forth what your loving heart longs for. So now I will answer that question. And again, I'm going to frame it within the context of gathering with family and friends you don't see very often in various celebrations during the last months of the year. I recommend taking out your journal for this part of the episode or opening your favorite note-taking app. And if you're in the car or going for a walk or maybe you're folding laundry as you're listening to this episode, then I recommend listening and pausing to reflect or listening to this episode twice. I actually love listening to an episode twice when I listen to podcasts and there's something I want to reflect on. So here we go. As you prepare to gather with family and friends, reflect on 
what you usually talk about when you get together with them. Do you talk about your life, sports, music? Do you talk about deep and profound ideas and experiences? Do you talk about superficial things? What do you talk about when you gather with family and friends? And is what you talk about giving you the kinds of relationships you want to have with them? Is it nourishing for you to talk about these topics? Is it boring? Do these topics give you a sense of connection? Do they give you a sense of emotional safety? Do they give you a sense of authenticity? Do they give you a sense of confidence? Do they give you a sense of togetherness? Reflect on all that. A dear student of mine shared with me that after engaging in this kind of communication self-reflection, she noticed that she was the one keeping the interactions with her family on the surface while she complained to her friends that her family didn't care about her life. Once she became aware of what she talked about with her family, she started sharing with some family members about what was really going on for her. And they showed up for her. They showed up with love, understanding, and a lot of care. So take a moment right now and reflect on what it is that you talk about when you gather with your family or friends. A second thing for you to reflect on is on how you communicate with your family and friends when you get together for these celebrations. Do you communicate with curiosity and ask questions to learn more about them? Do you listen with presence? Do you talk more than listen? Do you wait for others to initiate conversation and then feel disappointed? Do you listen with absent-mindedness? Do you communicate with empathy and understanding of others' sensitivities? Or do you communicate with disregard of others' tender spots? Do you show up with righteousness to tell others like it is? Or do you communicate with humility and kindness? Are you direct and compassionate? Are you passive-aggressive and use a tone of voice that shows your anger or resentment? I remember a communication coaching client told me that he realized he sounded like a little boy when he communicated with his family. He was the youngest in his family, and he shared with me that more often than not, he felt hurt because he didn't believe he was taken seriously by his family. When we worked on this, he engaged in a lot of communication self-reflection about the quality and tone of his voice. And his discovery was so useful for him. How could he be taken seriously by his family if he was not communicating with them as the capable adult he was? The more he was able to witness this and reflect on this, the more he was able to adjust his tone of voice, sometimes in mid-sentence. And in time, he learned to use his natural adult voice. And when this happened, he started to experience that his family was taking him seriously. It didn't happen overnight. It took time, but as he put it, it was so worth it. So take a moment right now and reflect on how you communicate when you gather with your family and friends.
A third thing that's important to reflect on when it comes to your communication is your intention. What's your intention when you gather with friends and family? Do you have an intention or do you simply go to spend time with them and kind of see what happens? Do you consider how you intend to relate to them? What you'd like to learn about them? What relational values you'd like to fulfill for yourself? Is your intention to have fun? To connect at a deep level? To be real? To show up as a supportive and open-hearted member of your family? Is your intention to be guarded? To initiate unnecessary conflict? To stoke the fire in an argument? To shame someone because of their beliefs? Is your intention to have no boundaries and then feel trapped that people are dumping all their problems on you? So be your own witness and notice your intention. But please, do this with compassion and kindness, or at least with neutrality, simply looking at what's there, taking stock. I worked with a couple who didn't used to enjoy spending time with their families. They told me what so many of my clients tell me that their families were very conservative and close-minded. Then, during our work together, when they were ready to reflect on their communication, they realized that when they visit family, they had no intention whatsoever. So when their family asked them about something that mattered to them, they kind of like didn't know what to do, what to say. And what they started to see was that they would change the subject. In our sessions, we discovered that when they were showing up with their families, they were showing up with close-mindedness and a judgmental attitude. They believed their families couldn't handle conversations about topics that my clients were passionate about. Once they became intentional about how they wanted to show up with their families, my clients were able to have the humility and the courage to have healthy conversations about difficult topics. And they even found a lot of common ground with several members of their family. This made their family get-togethers more pleasant and more meaningful. So take a moment and reflect on the intentions you would like to have when you gather with family and friends. All right, there are other aspects of your communication you could also reflect on when you get together with family and friends such as your somatic experience, that's to say your body sensations, your vocabulary, your understanding, your internal dialogue or self-talk, the outcome your communication is giving you, and so much more. But let's not get too ambitious here. For now, practice communication self-reflection on these three aspects of your communication. And like I said at the beginning, if you make this a regular practice, it will transform the kind of relationships you experience with your friends, your family, and also at work. And to recap, these three communication aspects for you to engage in communication self-reflection are what you communicate, how you communicate, and what kind of intentions you bring when you spend time with family or friends. I hope this episode was useful. 
My mission is to contribute to your life by offering transformative communication tools you can put into practice right away. And to that effect, if there's something you're wondering about in terms of communication, you can ask me a question and I will record a podcast episode in response. And how do you do that? It's very easy. Go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast question and enter your question there. I will add the link in the show notes so you can go to the show notes, click on that link and ask your question. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to my students who are taking the Choosing True Connection course right now and are reflecting on their communication and showing up with their families and friends with a greater sense of presence, confidence, and capacity. I'm specifically thinking right now of Shelly, Tamara, and Claire. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary LaPaul. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.